Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. Mahomes is now 17-3 and after a loss. It's one thing about the Chiefs. I mean, it's very rare where they lose a couple games in a row. Mike Danger. Just like you've been able to say something's off with the Buffalo Bills this year, you could certainly say the same for Kansas City. They don't look like the same team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, the Chiefs actually losing at Lambeau makes me feel worse about this weekend's outcome for the Buffalo Bills. Gene Vitaglia. He's Italian, I want to get there to say, Bills fans, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. I'm not I'm, I'm not, not there. there. Congratulate Deion Dawkins. Jim Harbaugh would fit Buffalo perfectly. Buffalo would be incredible. Bengals over the Jaguars in overtime, 34-31. Cincinnati we don't like, but we like Buffalo. Well, let's not forget, he's Jake Browning. Trevor Lawrence went down with an injury. High right ankle injury, a sprain. Tames Thompson! I don't mingle with the stars, you know. I'm not, I'm not danger, but Taglia. 5.7 FM and AM 9.50, The Fan, Rochester. Good afternoon. Welcome on into the Sports Bar, Danger and Pataglia. Glad you're with us and listening along at 95.7 FM, AM 9.50, the free-to-download Odyssey app. Maybe we're on your smart device when you ask it to play, 95.7 The Fan. And we can't forget about the video stream. You can watch the Sports Bar at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. Good afternoon to you, Gene Pataglia. How are you, buddy? How'd you like the party there, right? A little holiday party, yeah. yeah. Holiday party where Gene pulls the ultimate Houdini. Like, he's there, he's not there. He's there, he's not there. I had to go say hello to a listener that's uh, Jeff at Nashville. Loves our show. Jeff at Nashville. Jeff Day, great person. uh, And uh, he loved to ramp, by the way, at McDermott after the 12 so, uh, right. but you got to work around your client schedule. So that was, uh, yes, I, I prefer to call it the Irish goodbye. You said Jeff loved my rant. Yes. Jeff is my new best friend. Love you, Jeff. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we had our little holiday uh, staff holiday get together uh, this afternoon at a secret location. And uh, Gino and I were there and we didn't commute. Like, truth be told, full disclosure, we haven't talked this afternoon. This is our first 
no, this is not the way it's supposed to be. It's right? not supposed yeah, to no. go this way, but because of uh, unforeseen circumstances, mainly a holiday party in the middle of the day, uh, Gino and I are set for three hours of fantastic sports talk, and, and we're going to do our best to bring it, but we know that our guests will always bring it on a Tuesday afternoon. Of course. Uh, Seth Appert will join us in the 4 o'clock hour. This isn't your typical Sabres Tuesday. I mean, there's a lot going up in Buffalo, and, and some of it good. Tage Thompson's back. That's cool. Um, Devin Levi had to go back up. Uh, as uh, UPL is ill, so is the short term, I would assume. But we'll get the thoughts of Seth Appert as the Emmerich split up in Belleville. And now it's a weird schedule here. Like you only have one game this weekend, and it's Friday night at home against Charlotte. So, uh, and we're expecting Devin Levi to be in net, you'd hope. So we'll be talking to Seth Appert coming up in the four o'clock hour. And later on this hour, we'll talk some Buffalo Bills with Matt Perino from the Syracuse Post Standard covering the team. Yeah. So today, Tuesday, quiet day. That's tomorrow's the day when all the players are back on the field. But we'll start looking ahead to Kansas City. We'll get Matt's perspective because we haven't talked to him after the news surrounding Von Miller broke, uh, where that story may or may not go. We'll talk to Matt Perino from the Shout Podcast, Syracuse Post Standard as well. That's coming up here shortly. Yeah, looking forward to that. We have time for your calls throughout the course of the afternoon. You can join us anytime. Uh, on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line, that's 866-4-F-A-N-585-8. 866-4326. Yeah, as uh, Monday Night Football, I didn't like the result there, Danger. I don't need the Bengals farting around. That was one team I'm thinking, Jacksonville, okay, you run away, you take the division, and just put Cincinnati out of their misery, but here the Bengals are, and they, it was a fun game last night. I was not expecting uh, that to be a fun yeah, game. Yeah, what did we learn from the game last night? I think what we learned last night more than anything is that the, the Cincinnati Bengals can win with Jake Browning. Not because of. Win with Jake Browning. They, they That's a nice win for them on the road against a team. I don't know if you heard this or not at all yesterday during Monday Night Football, but had the Jags won last night, they would have been the one seed in the AFC. I maybe mentioned it a dozen or so times last night during the broadcast, but they didn't. They didn't get it done. The Bengals can win with Jake Browning. You said it. Not because of Jake Browning. His stat line was impressive. And he looked poised. He looked dialed in. Um, I'm not going to say that the Bengals are going to win games because of Jake Browning. But, and I'll say this about their coach, where... Some of it just didn't work. Okay. You're going for it on fourth down. You didn't get it. Go for it on another, uh, you know, you try a long field goal off the crossbar. Dude, trick plays that didn't work. Yeah. What was that Tyler Boyd play? Stupid, dumb, getting too cute, arrogant head coaching. Just, Just bad. Just really, really bad. Yes. But I'll say this it's his message to the team is like, we got to let it all hang out, guys. We have to go get this one. We're going to do everything we can now, tonight. I'll be critical one minute of the, the stupid trick play that cost them an interception, but I will also view Zach Taylor through a lens that I wish I could view Sean McDermott yes. through. Yes. At the end of that game, with over 20 seconds to go and one timeout, the Bengals weren't kneeling. They weren't taking a knee. They weren't waving a white flag. They were playing to win, not to tie. They were playing to win. With their backup quarterback. With their backup quarterback. Not with Josh Allen. With their backup quarterback. Sean McDermott. Take notes. That is how you do it. 
you coward. You don't take a knee with 20 seconds and a timeout when your quarterback is Josh Allen. Hell, Zach Taylor is trying to win a football game with Jake freaking Browning and over 20 seconds to go. That's how it's done. That's how it should be in the NFL. I love it. I love that. They deserve that win. Happy holidays to you. I, I mean, Brasky put it out there on Twitter last yeah. night. And when I saw it, I'm like, I was thinking the exact same thing. The cowardice of Sean McDermott. 20 seconds, one timeout, on the road, Josh Allen is your quarterback. Take a knee. I, I can't forgive that. That is an unforgivable sin, especially when one week later you're seeing a rival, a conference rival with their backup quarterback with some spare who's bounced around the league and just over 20 seconds, one time out, we're going to try and win this game. God bless them. Against a team that was in position for the number right. one season. So don't don't tell me it was big. Wow, you know you're in Philadelphia. They're really good. So is Jacksonville, right, right, right. Oh, so I yeah, that's where yeah, trick plays. This that didn't work, but it's the attitude. It's the attitude adjustment. I want to see in Buffalo. It's going balls. It have some. It's balls. Go just to be blunt, out, it is balls. Go into Arrowhead and knock some heads around. It's balls. Yes. I hate to be crass. I hate to be blunt. That's what has been missing this year. It's balls. Have some. Zach Taylor has more than you do. With his backup quarterback. And one time out, he's trying to win a football game. He's not taking a knee. He's not playing for a tie. He's not playing a conservative. Let's throw it out there. You know what his limitations are. Look, you watched that game. You saw how that game started. Jake Browning wasn't throwing the ball down the field. It was everything was short. Everything was off to the side. Everything was quick to to you know to chase, get the ball in the hands of your playmaker. It was conservative. But you gain some trust. You let him see the field, gain some confidence. And the next thing you know, like this kid's playing a pretty good game. This kid could win us this game. Now, I, I tend to believe that, that the playmakers, the guys like Mixon, the guys like Chase, won that game for Cincinnati more than Browning did. His stats were nice. But it was just unbelievable. It was real to see. It was a real comparison to see a coach who's gotten his team to the Super Bowl, by the way, not hold back with one timeout and just over 20 seconds and say, yeah, let's go for the win. Let's go for it. Coward. We hear from the Buffalo Bills tomorrow. You love to ask McDermott that question. <laughs> what, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What, are what, what are you going to get out of him? No, tomorrow we're. What are you going to get out of him? Tomorrow we're going to get so much coach speak. I don't know if we get any lies per se because everything is just kind of down and out and like whatever at this point. You got to get it. This is one you have to have. Um, and look, the the Lawrence injury. Nobody wants to see a star quarterback miss time. When Lawrence left the field, it's like, oh, God, another another starting quarterback. Now, it, it appears to be high ankle sprain, which, you know, Lawrence hasn't missed a game since he was drafted. Mm-hmm. You could probably play through that, but how effective is he going to be? How, how much is it going to impede him and his progress? Uh, they have the Browns this weekend. 
I don't know that Lawrence misses any time, which would be crazy because the way it looked last night, it's like, oh boy, Lawrence's season looks like it's over. Can you, as the Bills, capitalize on the rest of the conference right now that is just limping along? Limping along. Limping along, but here are the Bengals. They're not dead. No. Broncos still farting around. Houston's in a better position than you. Well, that being said, if you take care of your own business, if the Bills win, true or false, Sander, if the Bills win four or five, they're in the postseason. I say that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, four and five gets you to 10 and... and 10 and seven 10 in and the seven. farting around AFC in the inferior conference. 10 and seven may not be enough, but yeah, I mean, anything less than 10 and seven ain't going to get it done. 10 and seven, but if the one loss is to Dallas... Because that's an NFC. You, if you get the four AFC wins, I think you're okay. So what's the importance this week uh, of the Bills and Chiefs? And, you know, talking to Jay Binkley yesterday. Damn Binkley. Like his, his words rattling around my head thinking, ha ha, well, at least the Chiefs, ha yeah, they'll win the division, but they got to go on the road. It's like, no, 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 fellas. You know, he's citing recent history of the Chiefs in the month of December and still saying that they have a chance for the one seed and then, you look at the Chiefs' schedule after Buffalo, and you look at Jacksonville stubbing their toe. Kansas City, they're going to end up the one. They could be the one. They could still be the one. Baltimore could be the one, but I don't have any faith that Baltimore is going to, you know, close out the season. They got a tough schedule. Baltimore's got a tough schedule. I don't have any faith in Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson playoff Lamar. Sorry. Um. Well, I think we both had Baltimore winning the Super Bowl we, in our preseason we, predictions. We did, but not having Mark Andrews now. I don't feel bad about that pick. I'm still I still feel pretty good about that pick. I I'm not I'm not giving up on I remember Baltimore. how mad you were at me cuz like who are you picking? I'm picking Baltimore. That's my pick. Damn you. Oh. We have the same pick for the Super Bowl before the season starts. Um, it, it last night was interesting last night in a game on a Monday night that, that you thought, Oh, Cincinnati's they're they're two score underdogs. No chance with the backup quarterback. Let's write them off. Yeah. To see Cincinnati claw and scratch and get, get that win that that's a little eye opening. And, and I think it serves that, that the bills, yeah, they have to remain at attention here the rest of the season. Again, do you want another compare coaches? Did you hear Zach Taylor talk about missing his quarterback? No. Did you hear after 12, uh, after 12 men on the field, uh, some head coach talking about missing five starters on defense? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Doug Peterson had to com- had to apologize for a trainer who got on in the field when he wasn't supposed to be out there to throw, you know, give some water out to one of the, Oh, I missed that. Yeah. There was a, a t- they got charged a timeout when they shouldn't have been charged a timeout because somebody in the training staff didn't realize that timeout wasn't called and they went out mm. on the field and started handing out waters. Um, you know what? Sloppy coaching happens all over the place. I'm less concerned. But I, more than anything, it's you're right. It's an attitude. It's an attitude. It's you can't stop us. It's realizing that you have a potent weapon behind center and having the faith and the belief in that weapon that when you need him to make a play, he will do it. Now, there have been instances where Josh Allen hasn't made that play. There have been instances where he's fallen on his face, where he's fumbled at the goal line against Minnesota, where he's thrown red zone picks, when he's thrown inter- costly turnovers. So I understand if there's some, some trepidation to say, but 
you can't watch a game like last night and say he believes in Jake Browning enough to go for it at the end of the game, but Sean McDermott doesn't have faith in Josh Allen to go for it at the end of the game. It's an unforgivable sin. It's a stunning comparison. It really is. And if the Bills miss out by one game, what game are we pointing to? I was thinking about that today. The New England game, we just kind of just blow right past. The Jacksonville-London game. I mean, all these games. Cincinnati game. That too. Another one. The Just look, man. I, I'm, I'm, my feelings on this year's team, fairly well documented. Going into the season, I said I would die on a hill that Ken, Gor- Ken Dorsey is good at his job. Ken Dorsey is going to end up an offensive coordinator somewhere in the NFL next year. And we'll see how it goes. I think he will. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think he will. And I, I will put all of this year's shortcomings on a head coach who lacks balls. Just lack of faith. Too conservative for his own good. And and that was just display last night. And, we, and we, <laughs> when Brasky, when Alex Brasky, one of our favorites, one of our regulars from the Batavia Daily News, put that out there. I mean, I was thinking it. I wasn't engaging yeah. on social media, but I was scrolling through my feed and I saw that. I'm like, God, I was thinking the exact same thing. That's what it's like when you have a coach who has confidence in his. And maybe it's as simple as the difference between an offensive minded head coach and a defensive minded head coach. Because defensive minded head coaches secretly hate the offense, right? Right. Secretly want to get the, can't stand the offense, hate the diva wide receivers, hate the quarterback, got to get after him. That's the enemy. Yeah, it was, that's an unforgivable sin from, from the Philadelphia game. I, I'm not going to forget that. I can't forget that. And I don't think that there's anything he can do to make me forgive him for not at least giving it a shot with 20 seconds and one timeout. And when you saw that same scenario unfold last night and you see a coach who got his team to the Super Bowl with his backup quarterback in that same situation saying, yeah, we're trying to win a football game here. We're going to take a timeout so that we have enough time. Like that was the big question, right? Like everybody's like, why is Cincinnati taking a timeout here? Why wouldn't you let them rush out onto the field and create chaos so that they can miss that field? I'm like, no, no, no. I see exactly what he's doing. He wants time so that he can try to score points before this game is over. That makes sense to me. Even with a backup quarterback, he was playing great. They won a game with Browning. It stands to be seen whether they can win because of, but they certainly can win with Jake Browning. And that's that's a problem for the rest of the AFC. Cincinnati's not going to roll over. I don't know if they're a playoff team, but they're going to be a problem. That's the outcome last night. That's the big picture. I thought that this would be okay. They're done. We don't have to worry about the Bengals. Don't have to worry about any tiebreaker. And now you got to worry about a head-to-head against Cincinnati and a head-to-head against Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't it going to get easy. Uh, We'll have pregame for you starting at noon on Sunday. The Bills traveling to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. It's a big one. Chiefs week. And by the way, Gino and I, to get the weekend started, we're going live. Friday. 
Three Heads Brewing, Atlantic Avenue, the neighborhood of the arts. Uh, enjoy some delicious beer with us. We'll have guests on set, and you and I will be hanging out. You know, we get to talk to you during the commercial breaks, but afterward, we'll be sharing a cold one. Is Trapasso joining us again? He is. We yeah. can share a cold one and maybe a win or two. We got a little off track with Trapasso last time. We started talking about cold dunking, and and uh, and we'll try to keep it focused. Just football centric with Trapassi. He and I could probably talk. We could probably do an entire hour on biohacking and cold dunking, cold plunging, and doing all the stuff that that he does. And and make sure you bring a Santa hat for Mike Danger to wear it. Uh, oh, dog! Right. I'll wear a Santa hat. You, that's not a challenge. You want me to wear a Santa hat? I'll wear a Santa hat. No mm-hmm. problem. I don't know that I would wear the Cowboy Santa hat. That's brave. You wore that because one of the listeners like Cowboy Santa hat. Eh. Yeah, but uh, you know I'm festive. We'll do that. Would you wear a Met Santa hat? No. <laughs> no. No. Get that thing far away from me. It's cursed. It is absolutely cursed. Um, what else do we got going on around the NFL? Uh, hey, look who's getting another start for the Giants. Hey. Hey, it's Tommy Cutlets. He's getting another start. Why? Because he's Italian. Ah. Why? Yes, Tyrod's healthy. The Giants are sticking with DeVito. That's your Monday night game next week. We get to see Green Bay and the Jordan Love story continue as they'll be in the Meadowlands to face the Giants. And uh, today, Dable announcing it's going to be Tommy DeVito getting there. It's a secret tank danger. You why? Can't... Why is DeVito starting? I'll tell you why. Because he's a dying. Hey, Tommy Gutlitz. Let's go again in week 14. Taylor's healthy doesn't matter. Why? Because it's Tommy DeVito. How did Syracuse University miss out on this marketing opportunity? Like knowing like our community in Rochester, <laughs> it should have been Tommy DeVito. Hey, Rochester, it's Tommy DeVito. Come hey. out and see the orange, okay? <laughs> we get we get our guy. Uh who's our guy? Um our regular. What are we talking we about? Tommy right? Plantone. Oh, we get yeah. Tommy, Tommy Plantone to voice the spot. Hey, it's me, Tommy Plantone. Come see DeVito play for Syracuse. Why? Because he's a Italian. Maybe if they had name and image and likeness back then, Danger, could you imagine? Hey, it's Tommy DeVito. The holiday party is coming up at the Tally Ho. I invite you to join me. <laughs> You yeah, see what else they did in New York? They released Matt Barkley. You know why they released Matt Barkley? Because he's not Italian. Tommy DeVito, he's Italian. He gets the start. And in New York with the Jets, it ain't much better. What a disaster. So Salah and others are saying that's absolutely not true. Yeah, Zach Wilson no, did not deny. Okay. If it is true, okay, this was the report yesterday. Diane Rossini saying the Jets want to go back to Zach Wilson because they're out of options, but he wasn't comfortable going back in that position, to which you and I both said, if that's true, you've got to cut him. What are you, what are you doing? You're wasting time. Cutting him would be like the, the ultimate admission of incompetence. They can't cut him. He was the number two overall pick. It's over, though. If you well, have a course. quarterback, if that's true, like, I don't want to go back in, then you're a coward. Well, they're saying that's not true, no, this report. So. Of course. Uh, well, we, well, here's what we do know. Tim Boyle, out. <laughs> Gone. Tim Boyle era <laughs> in New York, done. They've waived him. Uh, Brett Rippin has been signed off of Seattle's practice squad. Oh. 
So who's starting? Nobody knows. Dude, we haven't because you came back, uh, you know, had the COVID. We didn't talk about the Hail Mary pick six. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Against the if Dolphins. That's like, if there's one, like, it's been bad for the Bills this year, mind you, but th- like, there's another jet play. Like, you have the butt fumble and now the Hail Mary pick six. What yeah. does that happen? Yeah. Um, we don't know who's starting for the Jets this weekend. And, and look, it's the season's over, but it's just kind of, again, funny to think what could have been versus what was, especially when you consider what week one looked like, the week one win over Buffalo. Again, another game that if you're the Bills, you're going to just look back at the season and be like, what the F? How? How? Why? Brutal. Uh, Tim Boyle being released by the New York Jets. Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard covering the Buffalo Bills. We'll get his thoughts as the Bills come off their bye week and uh, head to Kansas City for a trip against Chiefs here this coming weekend. Matt Perino joining us next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan. Surprise your loved ones this holiday season with the gift of self-care by giving them a gift card from the spa at the Del Monte. A gift card allows that special someone to indulge with one of their signature spa treatments, bask in their salon's services, and treat themselves to the many luxurious products in the spa at the Del Monte's Boutique. Visit them at the spa at the Del Monte or purchase a gift card instantly at DelMonteSpa.com. Happy holidays from the spa at the Del Monte. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A fan Rochester sports update. Tage Thompson returns the lineup tonight for the Buffalo Sabres for the first time since November 17th. He's happy to be Probably just trying to you know, ease back into it, see, see how the hand feels and, um, and take it maybe a period at a time to go from there. Um, shooting feels 100% normal. Um, no issues there. Buffalo hosting Detroit tonight. It'll be Eric Comrie in goal as Ukapekalukanen is under the weather. Devin Levi has been recalled from the Amherst. We'll talk to Amherst head coach Seth Appert in the 4 o'clock hour. Bills and Chiefs coming up 
on Sunday. Practice resuming tomorrow. We'll talk to Matt Perino from the Syracuse Post Standard in the Shout Podcast. That's coming up next here in the Sports Bar. Syracuse basketball in action tonight against Cornell. The last time SU lost to the Big Red, 1968. New York Giants are sticking with Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Gene Bataglin, the sports leader. The Fan Rochester. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Of course they're sticking with him on because he's Italian. We go to Matt Perino. Cover the Buffalo Bills for the Syracuse Post Standard, NewYorkUpstate.com. Uh, Matt, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. I know you spoke with Gino last week. The Bills coming off their bye. We hear from the team for the first time. Tomorrow, hope you enjoyed uh, the little bit of respite here during the uh, regular season. Let's start with uh, the big news from last week and how you think the team addresses, if they address at all, the Von Miller situation. Yeah, it's interesting. Like we're we're sitting here. What is it? Four or five days after, uh, and there isn't hasn't been a significant update, and, and it's not surprising. I mean, I think everybody, you know, the league, the team, doing their due diligence to investigate this whole situation. I mean, obviously the details that came out uh, on the day last week were troublesome uh, to say the least. And so I, I don't think there's going to be any way around addressing it um, uh, to, to a certain degree. I, I'd imagine he will not be in the building when we show up there tomorrow. Uh, so that'll be a, a topic of conversation with Sean uh, holds his press conference. There's nothing on the books for Brandon Bean. And I would imagine that we won't talk to him until there is some type of resolution, whether it's you know even Vaughn going on the commissioner's exempt list, uh, some type of update detail, um, which is still to come. All right, so just taking this from the football angle, and if Von Miller does not suit up again for the Buffalo Bills this year, Matt, considering all that's kind of gone on with him on the field, this isn't a loss, correct? I mean, from a football perspective, it's been a struggle for him. And, you know, Eric Washington, it's weird. Like two days before this all happened, uh, I asked him, like, you know, where's the level of concern with the, with the player at this stage? And he, and he almost, like, didn't answer the question. He just was, went quickly on the defensive and was like, well, you know, Vaughn sacrificing to, you know, come back, probably shouldn't even be back. And I think that that raises the, the question, like, in all these kinds of situations, and he maybe even goes back to the Tredavious White situation last year, I know – Fans were, you know, uh, a little bit anxious about him getting back and restless, if you will. Uh, but we've seen that, you know, if you rush these kinds of things, nothing good happens from that. And at 34 years old, Von Miller's not young. And, and so he's been back and he's played in eight games. And we haven't seen much, if any, progress in that time. And I get the fact that he didn't really get a training camp. And that would have probably been helpful. But when, when the injury happened last year, uh, it happened. So, you know, if, if this elevates Kingsley Jonathan into a role where he's playing a bit, if it, if it gets A.J. Appanessa into a spot where he's playing more snaps, then I think that's probably you know, a good thing based on you know, how things have gone since Vaughn returned. Every situation is unique, uh, including this one. Uh, it feels like there might be a little bit of a pattern of behavior here in Von Miller and his circles, uh, given that th- this is the second time that something like this has happened. It happened in Denver as well. In your best guess, Matt, you mentioned the commissioner's exemplist. Is that where you s- potentially see this going? I mean, do you think that this is a paid leave situation for Von Miller if we're not seeing him with the team tomorrow? 
Right. I and mean, that's the complicated part about all this to, to kind of make any predictions is really difficult because I, I think the Bills have to do their own due diligence into this whole situation to figure out, like, you know, what exactly happened, how much of what was reported and was in the affidavit uh, uh, when the arrest happened or when the investigation happened, how much of that is true? And then do you, do you have to make a, a, a decision that has nothing to do with football or business or finance? And is that somebody that you want uh, as a part of your organization? I mean, one of the things that Sean and Brandon have done such a good job here, uh, and, and they've received plenty of credit for it, from me included, is setting the culture. And if you hear Sean talk about it, uh, what that means, he usually mentions like the, the players' families and like their ability to be good uh, family men. And, you know, this isn't an example of that. Now, of course, this is all, this is allegedly, right? Like we're, we're, we're dipping our toe into the water of just not knowing, but there was an arrest and uh, we haven't heard from Bonds camp yet. We haven't heard from the Bills camp yet. It all just looks really bad right now. Um, but if, if any of that is true, um, I just have a hard time believing that the, the Bills will be comfortable with him remaining. So yeah, we'll see what happens over the next you know, a couple of days and who knows, like these, these things tend to take a lot of time too. That's the other part of this. Like, um, you know, I remember Ezekiel Elliott uh, a couple of years ago and how that kind of went on and on and on. And, you know, Willie Woney, I, I remember, you know, I think it was the off season. So like, but turning on ESPN, it felt like that was the daily storyline, like updates to that story and how that thing was, was transpiring. So, um, you know, the, they're all different and um, it's just sad. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Last one from from us on the on the Vaughn situation because um, let's say he's not available and you've got a decision next year. I'll, I'll frame it this way, Matt. The cap next year isn't going to be pretty for the Buffalo Bills. And if you cut Von Miller prior to whatever deadline, whatever ruling, uh, it's even going to get, get worse here. So th- how does that kind of complicate things in your opinion? definitely complicates things. Um, and I guess it's just, you know, discussing like, you know, what you're comfortable with, right? Like, I mean, there's, you're running a business, you're running a, um, you know, a team, you're trying, you're in a Super Bowl window, you're trying to win. And that kind of hit for uh, a player that's not on the roster, uh, it will probably hurt. But there's also that the other side of things that it's like, okay, sometimes it's addition by subtraction. If, like he was on pace to never be in the same player again, like from a football perspective. So, you know, if this gives an opportunity to a Kingsley Jonathan or somebody like a rookie next year, and, and you got to eat that dead cap from a football perspective, that is what it is. Um, you know, it's, it's not an ideal situation. I think when they, when they gave out that deal, when they gave it out, I, I think they, they probably thought it was a, you know, a safe three year window. And I'm not even talking about, Know, what happened last week in Dallas? I'm just talking about the the injury and then the football this year. It just, you know, it, it hasn't felt like the return on the investment in year two. But it's hard to foresee that because before the injury last year, he was playing really well. Matt, I um watched last night's game and was a little alarmed that one. You know, Cincinnati can win games with Jake Browning, but more than anything, I, I, I drew a comparison and the last we saw of of the Bills, uh, Sean McDermott was uh, taking a knee with 20 seconds left and one timeout in regulation against the Eagles. Last night, we saw Zach Taylor 
uh, a coach who's gotten his team to the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback and one timeout in just over 20 seconds go for the win and not play for a tie. Um, I, I'm having a real, real hard time right now with Sean McDermott. This season has been obviously taxing on the team. It's been taxing on a lot of us. Is that an unforgivable sin? Josh Allen is your quarterback. So I didn't catch the game last night and I had to go back and watch it. Uh, was it raining? <laughs> no. No. It wasn't raining. No. Okay, so big difference, guys. Make sure that you uh, set that up. Sorry. Uh, no, I agree. I thought that that was an egregious decision when you have Josh Allen as your quarterback, to your point, and you have 20 seconds uh, of, of time, and we've seen teams do damage you know, with less time I mean, to we. his own team. And so, yeah, I, I think that they're – this bye week couldn't have come at a better time for, I think, you know, listen, I've been critical of Sean, uh, and I think he deserves a lot of the criticism. He's not the only problem. Like, and, and there's, been, there's been some problems on this team that they've tried to figure out uh, over the course of time. The, the, the decision to go with an unproven offensive coordinator, you know, for as good as it looked at times, like that was a, a, a bad organizational move it, it, it turns out, giving, handing the keys over to this high-powered offense to a first-time play caller was a really dangerous game. Now, you might have gotten to the place that you needed to get to anyway. You almost maybe had to go through that because one thing that Ryan and I talk a lot about is if the Bills had hired a brand-new offensive coordinator when Dable left, there's no telling that that would have been the perfect fit for Josh Allen schematic-wise. So if they would have had to change the whole offense and, and come up with a whole new system. Maybe that causes some sort of regression in the player, you know, that you're paying $250 million to him. Maybe that's not something that you want to do. And now with Brady, it feels like you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting this charismatic, more experienced play caller, and you don't have to change the scheme that much. So maybe, you know, we'll see how this year goes and, and into next year. But yeah, I, I think Sean needs to take a long look in the mirror over the last two weeks and figure out who he wants to be as a head coach, understand what, his, what the team that he has and the players that he has, the window that they're in. I mean, listen, guys, going into the season, I thought that you know, this was a really good AFC, a lot of good contenders, but there's question marks with all of them, like, including uh, Kansas City. Not the least of all going into the season, but obviously with the way that the season's gone, there's serious questions about them. They've never been more beatable. And so now if you don't even get into the dance and get a chance to try against all of these teams that are dealing with injuries, and I mean, right now the, the healthiest and most dangerous team is probably Baltimore, and you're a couple of years removed from absolutely clamping down Lamar Jackson. And so I, I think that that to me is the, the bitter pill to swallow as it's happening in a year like this when there's so much opportunity they have to go all in. And I think they, listen, I think they can win five games in a row. I don't think that that is crazy. I am not sold on Dallas. I think that December football is a completely different animal. And going on the road to Highmark Stadium is something. This game this week against the Chiefs is going to be, man, how big is this game going to be? And I, and I think Sean McDermott's good off the bye. And we'll see how much, if we see the aggressive version this week. Yeah, and in, in this Chiefs team, they don't look like the Chiefs of years past. And yes, their schedule's soft. They may end up with the one seed here, Matt. But what you've seen recently out of Kansas City, is this a beatable team on the road? 
they're Chris Jones injury away from being in real big trouble. And because I think he makes their defense go and their defense over the last couple of weeks has actually been the thought of the ball that hasn't been all that great. Um, after a really just like hot start, I mean, they were one of the best defenses in football through eight games. And so listen, they still have Patrick Mahomes. And I think Rasheed Rice coming on is, is adding an element to the offense that they've been missing. I think we're seeing the, um, what's the word we're, we're seeing maybe Travis Kelsey hitting the next stage of his career. Like, I, I don't know if he's necessarily the same weapon that he was in years past. And I know people joke about the Taylor Swift stuff. I, I think it's just a physical stuff, a physical thing. He's 33 years old. I think you, you, you take enough hits over the years and you become that reliable playmaker over the middle of the field when you're just getting absolutely blown up by linebackers and safeties week in and week out. And that takes a toll. And I, I don't know, I've watched probably four Chiefs games this year. He does not look like the same explosive player to me. There's not as much run after the catch. There's not as much like t- breaking tackles in the open field. And to me, when they got rid of Tyreek Hill, that to me was why they were comfortable doing it because they had this superstar phenomenon at tight end that just hasn't looked like that so far. And, you know, when you throw in all of these drops and just poor play at the skill positions um, elsewhere – it's bad news. Now, they still have a really electric run game. Uh, it seems like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is getting involved in the party the last couple of weeks, the former first-rounder. And then Isaiah Pacheco, is he's, he's cool, man. He's a cool player to watch. He's, he is always, like, I, I, who's a good example of this from back in the day? I can't think of, like, the fastest running back when I used to play Madden back in the day. Hmm. But he had, like, a 99 speed, and you, you, you turned off the setting that, like, like slowed people down and gave them fatigue and then you just run 99 the whole game long. To me, that's like Pacheco. Like he never slows down. He's a serious weapon. So all that being said, we look at Kansas city and we look at the bills and we compare the two. I always go, all right, head coach or coaching uh, quarterback, overall talent. I give the advantage to Kansas city on all three mats. So help me, Try and diagnose some some areas, some some places where the Bills can exploit some weaknesses of the Chiefs, where the Bills can actually get over and potentially win this game. I'm having a real tough time with it. I think first and foremost, I think you've got to create turnovers. And I think, you know, everybody has talked about Josh Allen's turnovers this year. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is right in the mix there with that. Um, I think you've got to pressure the quarterback. I think their offensive line, there's ways to generate pressure. They're really good on the interior, but there's opportunities on the edge, especially at, at right tackle. You know, they, they, they're penalized a lot. So I think you have to be super disciplined on the road. You, ha- you cannot have the kind of penalty that you had two weeks ago against Philadelphia on the road and expect to win against the Chiefs. And then I think offensively, you just lean into what you've been doing. I mean, you're averaging 34 points in your last two games. And Joe Brady has now had the most time to actually sit and plan that he's had since he took over the job. I mean, talk about like crazy uh, couple of weeks. You get five days to prepare for a Jets defense that had just embarrassed the Bills game after game. And then you got to turn over and play the defending NFC champs on the road. And you pass both those tests with flying colors. And now you get 14 days to prepare for a defense that seems like it's faltering. Now you're going to get their best effort. I mean, the Bills and the Chiefs, I mean, that is a – it's a, it's about as rivalry a game as you can get outside of the division. And so I think your both teams are going to get up to play. And I just think you, if you're Josh Allen, you've got to continue to play the way that you had the last couple of weeks, take care of the football, implement the running game a little bit. 
And maybe it ends up looking like it did, uh, I think it was last year, when it was like 24-20. You might just have to make a play late in the game, uh, and, and your defense is going to have to make a stop. And to me, to your point, that's where I struggle with the most. It's like when the Bills have needed second-half stops in big games this year from their defense, which obviously is banged up. I mean, they're missing some guys, but they just haven't gotten them, especially against the Eagles. I mean, people bring up those two possessions where they forced a punt and then they forced a field goal, which were great, but the three before that, they allowed touchdowns. And so that's just not going to do it on the road against good teams, against good quarterbacks. So, Matt, follow me on this one and have a little fun with this. All right, so you are somebody that has covered the NFL. Before that, you worked in UFC. You've been around stars. Is there anybody that would ever get you starstruck? And then part two of the question, are you going to be kind of circling around the suite level in Kansas City or maybe uh, catching a glimpse of who's coming out in and out of the Chiefs locker room waiting for Travis Kelsey coming up on Sunday? That's a good question. Um, No, not really. Um, And and it sounds so like, uh, oh, yeah, of course, that guy's too cool for school. I don't know. It's just like you just see behind the curtain for so many folks. I mean, I tell this story all the time. Conor McGregor was one of the most at the time. And now he's in a different stratosphere. Now I was around him in 14, 15, 16 when he was coming up. But even after like he won the double title in New York city and he was at the peak of his powers, the dude behind the scenes was the like most down to earth, like kind, genuine dude. Like he treated Dana White the same way he treated, you know, the janitor at, at Madison square garden. I mean, he was, he was a good dude. And so I think you, when you see all these people all the time that are super, I mean, Josh Allen is on every single uh, commercial during uh, Sunday uh, when you're watching football, right? And uh, I see him around the building all the time, and I interact with him on a weekly basis. And so, yeah, it's, it, there's not too many. If there's one, maybe, I, I guess I will out myself and tell this story. So I hmm. was a huge WWE fan, like in the, in the late 90s into the early 2000s. When John Cena took over, I was out. Like, that was, like, when I kind of bounced out. But The Rock was my guy. Like, that, uh, through thick and thin, like, that was my guy. Like, I was just, uh, whatever it was about him, he just, the charisma, the, you know, the the one-liners, he was great. So he was at a UFC event. I think it was, like, in 2016, 2017. I worked at the UFC. I had access to all these people all the time. I chickened out. I was too scared to go up and get a picture, say hi. Uh, To this day, that's the one person that I think I was a little starstruck with um if i saw him today though i think i would just man up and do it are you going for the picture or are you just going for a conversation because i always feel like i can have a conversation with anybody but i feel like i'm crossing some sort of line if i say hey hey rock can we get a selfie i don't know that that that's where i don't know that i would go that far i would for that (laughs) like if it's for if it's for like like somebody that you really like work would genuinely be starstruck over. Like they've had that kind of impact on you. Like you'd want to probably commemorate it. Of course I want the conversation, right. Just to shake his hand and meet him. Like that would be cool. Um, somebody else like that. I know a lot of people have, um, you know, Derek Jeter growing up like that, a cool moment. My, uh, my cousin who went to, uh, Lemoyne, he actually is, uh, from Brockport, uh, Andy, Andy Perino, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Oakland and San Diego and they played the Yankees in Jeter's last year and he got to second base and he had like a, our whole childhood, like Jeter jerseys, posters, like he played shortstop, like it was his idol. 
and uh, all of us, like we just, we loved him. Our, our family were Yankees fans and he's just there. And we got picture and video of him just like shooting the breeze with Derek Jeter at second base uh, in the bigs. It was one of the coolest moments ever. So, so things like that, like th- those kinds of folks. I mean, it's, I'd want a picture, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like if you see like Taylor Swift in Kansas city night in, on Sunday, that's no big deal. It's a zero, it's a zero for you. It's a zero, but I will drop a little karaoke, maybe. Like I, I know a couple songs. Like we can, we can get it popping. Like uh, no, I don't know. What, what's the one? Nineteen eighty nine. That what's it called? I think that's one of her albums. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So you got. I got. I know an album title. <laughs> but Matt, and we joke, but. Is there something to that? Is there is there a distraction factor? Do, do the rest of the guys in the locker room, when you know that that's happening, and look, the Bills aren't immune from this either. I mean, we're not going to get into the detailed personal lives of, of every player on every team, but there are those kind of distractions that get a side eye from time to time. Do they not? I mean, this thing has, this thing is definitely at a different level. Like, there's not many of these kinds of situations where every single move like where they go where they're at when she's coming to the game like it's all chronicled and it's all just spewed across social media it's like all these players are on social media they see it they're probably in their lockers before the game watching you know there's probably more coverage of taylor swift's entrance into arrowhead than there is the pregame football talk so it's like there's there's got to be a a layer of just weird around it because it's so out of the ordinary um, but I think once you get into the games and like the, from a preparation standpoint, I can't imagine that it factors into that part of it. To be honest with you with the Chiefs, I just think that they've, they've lived on uh, in this world where they just relied on Patrick Mahomes all these years and it's worked. Um, but it's starting to just, you know, there, there isn't as much reliability around him. And now with Cal- Kelsey taking a step back, it just, it hasn't looked the same offensively. Matt Perino, Circus Post Standard Shop Podcast. Uh, when's the next Shop Podcast drop, Matt? And what can we uh, look forward to reading to here? Uh, the next one is Wednesday night, the Staples Show. Um, we'll have uh, tons of coverage. Uh, we get McDermott tomorrow and Friday. Uh, we'll be back in the building. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get players and reaction to everything and, and um, thoughts and ideas about how the Bills are going to go on the road and win a must-win one against uh, their rival. Keep it up, bud. Appreciate the time. Let's do it again next week. Sounds good, boys. Take care. Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard covering the Buffalo Bills, the Shout Podcast as well. Matt joins us every Tuesday afternoon here in the Sports Bar to Talk Bills. I wasn't going to bring up your Taylor Swift story, but it's too long to share on the air. I don't know that I should share it on the air because she has ears everywhere. That's right. I don't want to be, you know. It's a three-head story. I know, I'm, I'm telling this. It's not the. There is a story there, but I don't want to get you in trouble. So, I don't know. I mean, what's the statute of limitations? At what point do we just recognize that she's the devil, and it doesn't really matter what I say? Everybody just realizes, oh, she's the problem. She even says it in her song. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. She is the problem. She is a problem. A massive, massive problem. Almost ruined me, but I'm standing. I'm still here. That is a true story. Or people wanted Mike Danger fired, but you're still here. I'm still here. Still here. <laughs> I'm like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street.
I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere. We'll get to Amherst head coach Seth Appert in about a half an hour or so. We'll get a little preview of this weekend's action. Lots of action around the Amherst and the Sabres. The Sabres uh, are taking the ice tonight, and uh, we'll get to that and more next. Uh, we have time for your calls if you want to join us at 866-4FAN. And we have some takes on tap next in the sports bar. Yeah, I, the, I got an NBA take, and I think there's two different uh, sets of people <laughs> when it comes to the NBA because – the in-season tournament, I don't get it, but a lot of people do, and I think it's kind of interesting, and I'm not going to dump on the NBA here. I, just because I don't get it, I'm not going to say that it's a bad thing, and I will explain. Also, got to take on the latest on show, hey, maybe finally baseball starting to realize, hey, it might actually be good if we kind of... Make sure some news kind of gets out there. I'm going to tell oh, you one. Really? You want to uh, stay in the news cycle? Yeah, Shocking. yeah. Bob Nightingale's reporting uh, which team is uh, is out here, so we'll we'll pass along the latest. All right, I'm going to give you eight quarterbacks, Gino. Eight, and I want you to rank them. They are Gino Smith, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love, Kyler Murray, Brock Purdy, Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, and Tua. Eight quarterbacks. Okay. Just want you to rank them. I think it's a fun exercise. Just just based on, I, I come up with the criteria then? No, just rank them however you want to rank them. Okay. Best or worst. Okay. Those eight. Okay. I, Gino, like, Hertz, Love, Murray, Purdy, Russ, Stafford, and Tua. Like guys I want on my team now or guys I want to build around? Because Russell Wilson is not a guy I want to build around, but... You just rank them right now. Right now. Right okay. now. Okay. Where they are right now. Um, because when you do the exercise, I there's a couple of names that kind of like, whoa, I didn't... Re- whoa, whoa. Okay. At least for me. I'm wondering if it's the same for you. We'll get into that in more next. And uh, yeah, Seth Appert will be joining us here right around 425. We'll talk some Amherst hockey in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan. Rochester, as the weather gets colder... The NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook. They're the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, if you're a new customer, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. You've got a wide range of betting options, everything from spreads to player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, FanDuel.com slash Mike, and kick off the NFL season. Join me this NFL season on FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope ny or text. Hope NY four six seven three six nine. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A U D A C Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.